Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from the Lakers Fast Break. Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, and of course, Pop Culture Cosmos. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, and Pop Culture Cosmos. It is truly appreciated. Plus, also as well, want to go ahead and see if you can support our good friends at Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy at thrivefantasy.com. The place to go for daily sports betting props and esports props as well. If you're interested in the NBA, because that's right around the corner, MLB, NHL, because that's also right around the corner as well. And of course, what's going on with the NFL and esports? Head on over to thrivefantasy.com or download the Thrive Fantasy app on your smartphone. If you are in a state that's eligible to do so, you can go ahead and be part of the fun today at Thrive Fantasy and the daily sports betting. And I'll tell you what, we've got a little secret for you here. If you type in the code LFB with your first deposit, if it's over $20, they'll match it dollar for dollar up to $50 on your first deposit with the code LFB. That's right, LFB. That's Thrive Fantasy. There's also going to go ahead and give you a lot of disclaimers and info. If you have any issues or concerns or anything like that, they give you the numbers to go ahead and contact as well. But If you're good with that and you want to go ahead and be part of the sports betting scene, daily fantasy sports betting, only talking about the top players here that you get to choose. No dealing with all the scrubs and the bench warmers there. You go ahead and pick the players that you want to perform each and every day out, and you'll be hopefully a winner right there at Thrive Fantasy. Well, it was another great weekend in the NFL. Week 14 has come and gone. All that great stuff. But first, I want to talk about the great things that are going on in the NBA. And I thought he would do this. I was getting less and less confident over the past few days. But I still thought he couldn't pass up a $220 million extension. And that was Giannis Tetacumpo, who signed a five-year $228 million extension It's going to be something where I think in the fifth year, I think it's a player option, but if he wants to keep it, it's full price, full max on that. So here today, talk about Giannis Antetokounmpo, his extension, and of course, the Lakers 
heading into next week's regular season. That's right. Regular season come around the corner here. It is my good friends indeed. These are the guys that you got to hear every week on Inside Sports Fantasy Football. And, of course, their awesome show as well, Domination Sports Nation. They are my good friends indeed. It is Chris and Dominic Lardieri, although you just call him Dom for short. But you also got to catch Chris at Chris L Sports on the Twitter and Chris Lardieri on LinkedIn as well. And, guys, great to have you on the program here today. Dom, Chris, heard you wanted to talk some basketball before we got into some great fantasy football talk as well. Yeah, thank you, Gerald. We appreciate it. Uh, I will, in full disclosure, tell you I'm an NBA fan, but Dom is the one to give you the commentary, the analysis. So the floor is yours, my man. Um, well, the NBA starts in about a week, and I'm just really excited. I am really excited for it as well, but I know the first thing off the top of the list is, of course, the major news of the day, and that was Ajana Setentacumpo signing a five-year, $228 million extension. Were you surprised by it? Because I had been in the camp saying that he was going to go ahead and sign because you just can't turn that money down. In today's uncertain environment, you just cannot turn, as you put on your curry little uh, icon right there, you just <laughs> can't turn that money down. Yeah, you can. Of course, as you know now with my icon, I'm a Warriors fan, so... It was mixed feelings for me because I like Giannis as a player and I'm happy that he's going to get all that money. And of course, he posted a video on his Twitter saying how much he loves Milwaukee and the city. And I don't blame him for taking it, especially that they traded for Drew Holiday to get pieces around him. And if they can't make the finals this year, then I think that they're going to have to get more pieces around Giannis with this five-year deal that they just had. Well, I think they need to as well. I'm not sure if they got so much better. I know they picked up Drew Holiday, but in the process of doing so, let go a lot of the bench, let go, uh, you know, basically a lot of players, a lot of manpower, and plus gave up a lot of the future in order to get Drew Holiday. I'm hoping it for them at least take them to that next level where they can advance in the playoffs, maybe even meet the Lakers, hopefully in the final. Sorry there, Dom, but it looks right now that the Lakers are, are very strong going into the season. And that brings me to something that I wanted to talk about. And that's been the many shows I've heard over the past week. And I've been listening to a lot and I've been analyzing and I've been studying and I've been looking at all these prognostications and you know, just basically where everybody stands on the, the league as far as the NBA is concerned, who's going to be the best in the Western Conference, who's going to be the best in the Eastern Conference. But when it comes to the Warriors, obviously the Clay Thompson injury has to hurt. And getting Kelly Oubre Jr. was a, a nice save, but he's not a Clay Thompson. So I want to hear your thoughts on the process for the season for the Warriors and where they match up. Because I have a feeling, like everybody else, you think that the Lakers are going to be very formidable this season. Where do the Warriors match up in the Western Conference, in your opinion? Well, I would say they have a great shot if Clay Thompson didn't go work out in L.A. and tear his ACL. But I don't know at this point. The Western Conference is so competitive this year, especially with what you saw John Morant do last year in Memphis. And, of course, you always have the Blazers sneaking around, too. And the Suns just traded for Chris Paul. And you already saw what Devin Booker did in the bubble. So 
it's going to be a lot of competition this year, and I hope Wiseman was the great draft pick, especially with LaMelo sitting there. So I just hope that Wiseman was the right choice for them and he can contribute to them hopefully making the playoffs. Wasn't the greatest draft in the world. I'm just going to tell you right off the bat. So, you mean, the choices were there were LaMelo, James Wiseman, and then, of course, Anthony Edwards. I would have chosen LaMelo Ball in that spot since Minnesota took Anthony Edwards, who actually I was was probably number three on my board that I was looking at, although I thought in the draft that he might go just a little bit higher, and he did. I'm just thinking right now that that LaMelo Ball, I think, of the three is going to have the best future. But James Wiseman could be something for the Warriors as far as a dominant center going forward. Your thoughts on James Wiseman and what he needs to do, learn, I think, in that first year. I think the key in this first rookie year here is just learning, just learning the game, learning from Draymond, because as Draymond's defensive abilities start to wane as he gets older because he looked really old last year, but may have just been because he he knew he was on a losing team. As his acumen starts to fade, James Wiseman starts to rise and it has to in in order for the Warriors to go ahead and be successful in coming seasons. Yeah, well, he got picked by the right team. He has Stephen Curry to be his mentor and you saw what Steph did in his five games last year when he came back from the horrible wrist injury that he had and the young team just lit up with fire they're playing a lot better than what they were before he was injured so I think Wiseman like you said he's gonna have to learn this year and he is seven foot and he can shoot the basketball so we know he can dunk and get rebounds and block shots but he's gonna have to improve that jump shot too absolutely but he does have what most people are looking at as a pretty decent stroke that he could develop into stretching out beyond the three-point line. Plus, I think he is a good free thrower from what I remember as far as the work that I and study that I did on him. Someone that I think can meet a lot of boxes and check off a lot of those boxes. I'm not sure exactly can he relate that and correlate that to a dominance or at an all-star or superstar level, but I think he's going to be a very good player in the league. So I think that the Warriors made a fine pick. But let me ask you this. The Western Conference is shaping up to be a very tough-and-tumble type uh, conference there, so to speak, with a whole bunch of teams vying for the top spot. I'm To me, it's clear. Uh, it's, it's not by leaps and bounds, like I, I've always said already, but I do think it is a clear choice right now the lakers are are stacked and loaded uh i do think that uh, they're in the position this year that a lot of people had said that the clippers were in last year as a prohibitive favorite i think they are the prohibitive favorite meaning the lakers at this point in time and they should be because of uh, the added depth that they gave that they got over the season but i want to hear your thoughts dom on the western conference go ahead and tell me your thoughts as far as how you see the western conference is shaping out well, I obviously think the Lakers are number one, especially with getting Montrez Harrell and Marcus Saul in the offseason. And they didn't lose many guys. When I mean, you're losing only Danny Green and Avery Bradley and JaVel McGee to free agency, it doesn't seem that bad for them. And they're playing great basketball right now, and especially in the bubble winning the finals. And when you look at the rest of the Western Conference, of course you have the Clippers, but they lost a couple pieces and 
I don't know, Paul George getting that super max. I don't know if he's going to play better. Is he going to keep airballing three-pointers in the playoffs like he did? Now, last now year? hold on. He actually bricked it against the side of the backboard. Let's go ahead and give him some credit there. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm just going to say this is my dark horse this year. I'm I'm saying the Mavericks and the Suns are teams to look out for this year. I know I'm a big Luka fan. My dad is too. And I think the Suns with Devin Booker and how he played in the bubble – he played awesome, and they have a lot of young talent there, too. And, of course, they got Chris Paul, so I think they'll be good. And the Mavericks, I mean, with Chris Tapps, Porzingis, and Luka, they're going to be great. Well, that's the problem with the Mavericks, though. A lot of people are unsure about the Mavericks. Some people say that the Mavericks could be as high as a three seed with, if that's the case, Luka playing at an MVP-like level. In fact, he he's right now considered by many to be the MVP favorite. Because, again, LeBron and AD are splitting votes between uh, people out there as far as the MVP is concerned. But they think that Luka could play at such a level that he could literally have the team on his back. Having Kristaps out for an extended period of time, could be six, eight weeks possibly, that's going to hurt the team. I've seen them as far as third, second being talked about, and I've seen them as far as down as ninth so far in the podcast and this in the outlooks I've seen so far. So they're all over the place as far as in people's opinion. I think they're somewhere in the middle personally because of the Chris Christoph's Porzingis injury as it gets closer to the playoffs. I think they're a lot better, but I want to hear your thoughts on where you think the Mavs might end up because right now it is a problem with Christoph's Porzingis and his very stubborn knee. Yeah, his knee is stubborn. You can ask the New York Knicks, but um, I just thought the Mavericks, like you, like you said, they're in the middle of the pack. I mean, without Porzingis, you know, Luka's going to have to carry everyone on their back, but I liked how they got Josh Richardson from Philadelphia. They didn't have much defense against the Clippers in that first round series, so they're going to need stops if they're going to beat teams like the Lakers and the Warriors and the Blazers, so I think that was a great addition for them now. Like you said, the Porzingis injury killed them in the playoffs, and I think it's going to kill them in the regular season here. But once they get them back, they're a complete team, and I think they'll be contenders for now. I say they're a five or six seed. There are five or six seeds. I think that's a safe bet right there. I think they could be a little bit higher. I'm thinking four right now for me. I'm, I'm still deciding to 100%. I'm going to do a detailed breakdown with Rafael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies here in the not-too-distant future, so hopefully we'll be able to go ahead into more detail, but I'm thinking that's a good start right there, so I'm hopeful that that will take place, but for them in Dallas, it looks like it's going to be a little bit of a struggle literally on, unless Luka can play at a, such a high level. Quickly, in the Eastern Conference, what are you looking forward to? Who are the teams that you think are going to stand out? I think Philadelphia and Brooklyn are teams that could match up favorably in a playoff series against Milwaukee. I still think Milwaukee's geared more towards the regular season, which I think is something that the Lakers thought more about, and that's why they made the additions that they did, gearing up more towards building for a stronger regular season team so that LeBron and AD could have a little bit more rest. But I want to hear your thoughts on the Eastern Conference. Uh, it's it's kind of close this year. I mean, it just seemed last year like it was the Bucks conference to lose, but now you got a lot of teams, and 
I thought the Raptors weren't going to be good if they lost Van Vliet to free agency, but they did get him back, and everyone's forgetting about the Celtics right now. Jason Tatum played a great season last year, and he basically carried the Celtics in the playoffs with how they were playing, and too bad he just ran into a Miami Heat team that was on a roll, but I'm going to say the Celtics are an interesting team this year, especially with the fact that Kemba Walker is going to be out until at least mid-January, so... I think they're going to need help there, but once you get Kemba Walker back, he can contribute and they can be a contender with the Nets and the Sixers. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I see the potential for basically like another Netflix kind of paradigm shift where here comes this other major player. They have a ton of resources. Apple could change the way that entertainment is consumed. They say it's the only time this year that you'll have stars from each brand battling each other. And we know it's not going to be the case, but they like to say that and more power to them, I guess. Well, it's a big first step bringing all those superheroes together. There were definitely some parts of the movie that I that I really enjoyed. And then there were some parts that I thought just kind of fell short of expectation. Part of it has to be something to do with how it's being promoted. And this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse, every week on Apple Podcasts. And over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options. Once again, it's Dominic and Chris Sardieri from Inside Sports Fantasy Football and the Domination Sports Nation. Chris, I got to get you involved. I know you're the man behind the NFL and you are an expert and guru on fantasy football. But I know you as a sportsman as well. We've talked about basketball in the not-too-distant past and talked about a lot of things that are going on in the sports world before. So I want to hear your insight on who you're thinking that will prevail this year in the NBA. I know the Lakers, a lot of people have a lot of money riding on it. Again, I think they are and should be the prohibitive favorite. Do I think it's by leaps and bounds and chasms? I never think that with any team because after watching the Golden State Warriors, your team, Dom, the Golden State yeah. Warriors, 73-9, and nine, blow it in the, in the finals, even though, yes, they did have nice surrounding book-ending championships around it. I still never go ahead and take that all that in as far as the, you know, saying, oh, yeah, they've got that deal. They've got it done. They've got the best team by far and away. And I'm hearing a lot of that so far as analysts and what I see in reports and what I hear on podcasts. So I want to hear your thoughts, Chris, on exactly what your thoughts are on the NBA so far. You know, with it right around the corner, of course. Yeah, I mean, clearly the Lakers are the favorite. Uh, the one thing I've learned over the years of watching the NBA, at least in this new uh, salary cap environment and, and also to a post-bubble year where teams will be playing in front of no fans but not in a bubble, I think it makes it even more wide open. Are the Lakers going to win? Probably likely, but I just feel like even – last year everyone expected them to win to repeat again 
I think could be difficult, especially given the fact that the West is so strong. Last year, the Blazers were going to give Lakers a run for the money in the first round. And I, I know they played them tough a number of games, but that's a team Portland, if they're healthy, I think could be tough. Could they win it all? No, but they could make some damage or have an upset. We saw it. We've seen it with Denver. You see now, like I'm, I'm very uh, bullish on the Mavs, but uh, being a long suffering Knicks fan and knowing Porzingis and his injury history, if he's not there, Luca can't carry the team by himself, but I still think you've got to make the Lakers favorite. And, and, you know, ironically, they're crosstown rivals who, uh, you know, really had a dud in the playoffs last year to Clippers. I want to see how they're going to respond this year. You know, George and Kawhi, it was their first year together. They claimed the chemistry issues were that they weren't used to playing together. But I think Teron Liu was an underrated hiring. I hated to see Doc Rivers go. Great coach, great guy. But I think a change might be what that team needs. And I think Liu could be the coach. Uh, do I think they'll win it all? No, but I say don't write them off. In the East, look, I think it's great. Giannis stayed with the Bucks. Um I'm I'm old school. I'm tired of these super teams. No offense, Dom. No offense, Brooklyn Nets, Miami Heat of 2010, et cetera. But uh, I think it's good he'll stay there. The problem is, like you guys hit on, I don't think they have enough to contend, even though they're, they'll probably be a beast in the regular season like you both predicted. The Sixers, too, have a ton of talent, but I don't know if Doc can get that all together. I don't know if Joel Embiid will turn into the superstar everyone thinks he will. Uh, you look at the Celtics, I think if, you know, even though they'll miss Kemba, I really like Brad Stevens as a coach, like Dom hit on Tatum is really maturing. Uh, I think them in the heat again have, have got to be favorites coming out of the East. I personally thought the Celtics were going to go to finals last year, but maybe that's just my 1980s wishful thinking of yet another Celtics. Well, Lakers I think final. it comes down to Jason Tatum. And he was growing and you could see the maturation in his basketball game last year that he was getting to that level, Chris. I think this year, you know, I mentioned what Luca could do as far as he has to play at MVP level early on, especially because Christoph Porzingis will not be there for the first six to eight weeks. But it was Jason Tatum, who, man, I wish hindsight the Lakers would have gotten number two, passed that up, went for ball, rest is history. He could be at an MVP level. I think he is going to be in my top five as far as MVP voting right now. And if he does with Kemba Walker, similar situation with Luka, they could be a very much parallel between each other as far as both having to carry their team. I think it's a little bit easier on Jason Tatum's end because I think he has a little bit better around him than they do in Dallas. But I'll tell you what, it's looking very interesting and Jason Tatum can play, I think, at an, an even higher level than we've seen before. Absolutely. I, I think he's ready to make the next leap. And uh, listeners and viewers will note, I did not mention the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, I think it's great that KD will be back after his year off with the Look pretty the good so far. Injury. Yeah, they do. But I, I'm just, you know, Steve Nash, first-time coach. I know his buddy Mike D'Antoni there to help him out on the bench. But uh, I don't think there are enough balls to go around in that offense. And yet again, we've seen Kyrie spout off going off on the media, only talking to a, a podcast, which, hey, I respect. Uh, I'm a podcaster. Thanks, Kyrie. But that, which would have been guy. this podcast, that's uh, for sure. I, I agree. Irving. I agree. You you get great authors. Yours, basketball. Domination Sports Nation, Kyrie Irving. There you yeah. go. But yeah, I, I, I think that's it. I mean, wherever Kyrie goes, there are issues. And um, I think that'll... Uh, get old quick with KD and there'll be a battle not only for the ball, but to see who the leader of that team is. And uh, I don't think it's going to work out long-term. 
Well, I'll tell you what, it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. But I do appreciate both you and Dom being part of today's Lakers Fast Break. It is, once again, Dominic Lardieri and Chris Lardieri from Domination. That's D-O-M hyphen in nation, Sports Nation. That's Domination Sports Nation. You can go ahead and check it out everywhere you get your podcasts. Guys, before we head on to some fantasy football talk, and also, woof, 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 heading to the doghouse. And, of course, an update on our Pick'em Challenge that we do each and every week on Inside Sports Fantasy Football and cover also some topics as well. Can you guys tell me, or at least, Dom, can you give me an update of what's going on right now with your latest domination, Sports Nation? Yeah, so we're going to recap Week 14 and look ahead to a big game in Week 15, the Chiefs and the Saints. That's going to look like a fun one, but... And we're also going to preview the NBA season, just like what we did right now, uh, give our predictions and see what happens. And that, that'll be it. Well, I hope I can be a part of that someday. Yeah, well, you know, we're going to we're going to have a special guest. I'll leave it at that. We, we want the audience to be surprised. But okay. uh, hint, hint, I think it'll be a familiar voice. OK, I hope so. I hope so, because I'm still looking will. forward to it. I'm still looking forward to shouting out anything I can when it comes to the NBA. But before we head on out, I want to go ahead and mention one more time, one more time, if you have any questions and lineup changes, waiver wire pickups that you're unsure about, give us a holler, isfantasyfootball at, at yahoo.com. Also as well, Inside Sports FF on Twitter, at Chris L Sports on Twitter, or Chris Sardieri at LinkedIn. But also as well, Domination Sports Nation, all one word, on Instagram as well. Well, guys, it's been awesome, and i uh, just tell you what, it's been incredible having you here. One last thing for me before we head on out, ThriveFantasy.com, our good friends. I will tell you right now, if you're into daily fantasy sports betting, but you actually bet on the top players in the game, you only bet on players in eSports or regular sports in the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, the PGA, and eSports, be part of the fun, be part of the action, ThriveFantasy.com, or download the app, thrive fantasy on your local app store and you can go ahead and be part of the action if your state allows it of course and you can find out when you download the app or go to thrivefantasy.com and if you go ahead and put down your first deposit as long as it's over twenty dollars they will match it dollar for dollar up to fifty dollars if you enter the code lfb that's lfb if you enter the promo code lakers fast break lfb and you'll hopefully go on your way to great success at Thrive Fantasy. But guys, it's been awesome having you here. I cannot thank you enough for being part of today's super show between the Inside Sports Fantasy Football and the Lakers Fast Break with your thoughts on both basketball and fantasy football. Hopefully I get a chance very soon to jump on Domination Sports Nation, which you need to check out at all podcast outlets today. But any last thoughts, guys, on the way out? I'd just like to wish everyone good luck in their fantasy playoffs this year. It's been a unique year on many levels, to say the least. But um, Dom and I have witnessed it with our teams, even though we'll be on the outside looking in. Uh, anything can happen. Crazy things can happen. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it comes down to a Monday night and a running back either scoring or not scoring or kicker making or missing a field goal. And feels like that again this year. It feels like that indeed. But Dom, any last thoughts on the way out? No, nothing, actually. Good luck, like my dad said. I mean, it's a tough year, and you got to finish it out. 
Absolutely. For fans of the Lakers Fast Break, I know how I have a lot of great listeners out there. I want to give you next episode is number 200. Can you believe in a little over a year's time, I've done 200 episodes of the Lakers Fast Break, and there's no one better to celebrate it with me than my good friend and a guy who's been with me for our entire playoffs, our good friend Rafael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies. He and I are going to go over the Western and Eastern conferences. We're going to start that with episode 200. We'll see if that's going to last over one or multiple episodes when I go ahead and chat with him very soon on our 200th episode of the Lakers Fast Break. So for Chris Lardieri and Dominic Lardieri, we truly appreciate being part of today's show. It is Inside Sports Fantasy Football. It is Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate you watching. Truly appreciate you listening right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.